Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And on this special Thanksgiving episode, uh, those of you that may be listening to this on Friday morning, Get, you know, getting after it if you're working like a lot of us probably are, myself included, um, out there mowing lawns or blowing leaves, pushing leaves, maybe even plowing some snow uh, or doing some landscaping project or installing a fence. Wh- whatever you guys are doing out there, if you're out there working on Friday, Friday morning, Friday afternoon, uh, I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. And I just wanted this episode to be as short and sweet as I can make it, just kind of my my tribute to gratitude, right? The episode is titled stay humble, stay grateful. And that's, that's what I, what I try to be and what I am naturally. And I just wanted to kind of share a little bit about that. Just, just break that down a little bit, uh, just to kind of put it in a perspective. Uh, so you guys can maybe follow along and, and, uh, think about it on your own. If, if you haven't already spent yesterday, um, or, or if, if you are listening to this on Thanksgiving, whether you're, you know, traveling and you're listening to this or you, or you're working, you know, whatever it is you're, you're doing, you're getting after it. If you're listening, happy Thanksgiving to you, um, uh, in real time. Uh, so either way, whatever you're doing, whenever you're listening to this episode, I still just want it to be one of those episodes that you can hopefully take something away from, or just get you thinking about what you might be grateful for. If you haven't already taken the time to think about it and may, maybe there's more that that there that, that there is for you to be grateful for after listening to this but at any rate getting getting into diving into what I wanted to talk about uh, I have always been humble and grateful by default I, I truly believe just because I've had a humble life a humble humble beginnings like a lot of us with a humble life, you know, single mom, didn't, didn't really have a relationship with my father past whatever age I was when he just kind of went off the grid and, and stopped being a part of my life and, and all that. Um, you know, my parents were never married or anything, so they were separated and, you know, he just kind of did his thing. Uh, so that's unfortunate. I never really had that kind of father influence in my life for very long. I just have some fond memories when I was really young. Maybe I was, I was in elementary school, so whatever that is, probably like eight, you know, eight, nine, ten, something like that. So the whole rest of my life, you know, to this point, I'm, you know, 40, whatever I am, 40, 44, turned 44 in July. Um, I know most of you are like, what? Like, you don't look like, you don't look at, well, I don't think 44 is old, so it's not like I need to look old. Uh, but you know, I get it. People like you don't look 44 or whatever that means, you know, whatever 44 is supposed to look like. I mean, it's just a number, right? It's all about how you live your life. Of course, some people age differently physically, mentally, and emotionally. So they look older or younger than, than the number says of how long they've been alive. But 
regardless, what I was trying to say is I've gone a long portion of my life without a father figure, um, been, you know, grown, grew, uh, raised by a single mother who worked her butt off constantly just to try and help make ends meet. We had zero money. We we're, you know, <laughs> broke, busted and disgusted, really, I guess, to take uh, one away from Paul. Um, I mean, it's funny, but it's not funny, right? You know, my situation, but I'm sure a lot of people can relate, you know, humble beginnings, tough times in childhood. And once you get old enough to be able to get a job, you know, and, and kind of start making your own way and figure out what you want to do in life, that's where you have more control. And that's how you can fix these things and, and trying to take more ownership of your life and not be, you know, broke, bust and disgusted or whatever. So no knock on my mother or, or any, anything like that. She did the best that she could and so on. But so I just say all that to say that by default, I, I feel like I've just been, uh, you know, I, I life humbled me. Right. And I had nothing that was ever given to me, you know, one pair of sneakers or athletic shoes, wherever you're from, whatever you call them, um, you know, a year on my birthday, you know, my aunt slash godmother would always get me a new pair for my birthday. That was like her thing for years. So I always tried to get, get the, you know, the newest, whatever, you know, the Jordans or the Robinsons or this or that, you know, whatever was the newest, you know, basketball, high top basketball sneakers back then um, when they came out around my birthday, I would always make sure I got them and I'd keep them super clean. And I'm sure some of you can relate, right? Uh, maybe not with the one pair every year, but keeping them super clean and appreciating them and and making sure that, and that, that's why I did with all my stuff, because, you know, you know, one present, if anything, you know, under, under the Christmas tree a year, like stuff like that, you know, I would always make everything count. You know, if I could only get one thing for Christmas, I would make sure that it was the one thing that I really wanted. Uh, same thing with my sneakers and so on and so forth. You know, if, when I finally got a bike, I made sure it was a bike that I really wanted and I could grow into and it would last as long as possible and I would take care of everything. So by default, I'm just wired to appreciate everything in life, in my life, and then just life in general. I'm, I'm, I'm a dreamer. I like to observe things. You know, my, my happy place is, you know, going mountain biking just for the, for, for, for one, you know, a lot of reasons, but to, to help get me to this place, you know, but like the happy place is to be in the mountains somewhere, you know, we can hike there too, but just be in the mountains, you know, nice, Nice uh, rest area, whether it be a bench or just a little bit of a clearing in the woods so you can look out into the rest of the mountains, into the valley if there is one, or into maybe down into a, a lake or a river or something so that, you know, you can just kind of relax and soak it all in, appreciate it, get lost in my thoughts, good, bad, and different. So that's, 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 that's just how I am. That's how I'm wired and, and everything. So uh, I think, again, all of that's just from my upbringing. Of course, I was born a certain way, I'm sure, like everybody else has different characteristics that they're born with and so on. So all those things just add together to make me just a humble person, a, an appreciative person, someone that values every little thing. You know, to, to, I know this has been a recent expression I believe I've heard, you know, um, treating a crumb like a feast versus a feast like a crumb. You know, I just really appreciate every little thing. And throughout my life, whether I've ever regardless of what I've achieved in my life, I still maintain that humbleness and that gratitude, you know, even at my, my highest points, if that's what you want to call them in retail management, you know, uh, I, I was all the way up to a store manager, which, you know, for those of you that, that may or may not know, or that may know that do know, you know, it's not always the easiest thing in the world. I always felt like I was the lowest man, in the totem pole. I always thought it was all about politics. For some reason I could just never, 
I was never offered anything, you know, like I always had to fight for every promotion, you know, like no one ever asked, Hey, do you want to be a supervisor? And then when I was a supervisor, Hey, do you want to be an assistant manager? And when I was an assistant manager, Hey, do you want to be a store manager? Like that just never happened. I was always the most qualified or more qualified, you know, than anyone anywhere in my, you know, store or surrounding stores. But for some reason, somebody else would always get denied. Like, Hey, do you want to be blank? Blah, blah, blah. You want to be an assistant manager or this or that? And I would always get passed up and I would have to wait and fight and fight and wait and say, what, what do I have to do and achieve every single thing and then some and still, you know, be turned down or passed up. And I'm like, what the heck? And it was a frustrating 15 years in retail for many reasons. But that also is not something that I even ever talk about because it's not always relevant. But I always had to fight for everything, all my promotions and everything, you know, like I said, whether, um, you know, whether I was over overqualified or not or whatever, you know, I just always had to fight to get, get all those, uh, to get wherever I wanted to go to, to be able to move forward. It was just one of those things that just, it, it just, it just didn't happen. So again, by default and by environment and experiences, it just kind of kept me in that humble and grateful state of mind. So even though the highlight of my career was being a store manager at several different stores, um, you know, at, at, at one of the companies that I worked for, and that was pretty much the highlight of my retail career. I, I was the happiest and the less stressed, believe it or not. Um, even though, you know, you think, oh, the more responsibility, the more stress you are, but I was at the top of my game. I was overqualified by the time I finally got promoted to store manager. So I was just crushing it and having a time in my life. And every store I managed, I did really well. And everyone that worked for me did really well, got promoted and it was great. Like, you know, there was a, a few shining moments where people would pay me compliments during those during during my retail career. And in that moment, for sure, like my district manager said uh, at my review, you know, that that particular time frame, he said, you know, every, it seems like everyone that works with you gets better. And I think that was a huge compliment. And I felt really valued in that moment. And, uh, you know, that's those are few and far between, though, unfortunately. So, again, keeping me humble and grateful um, and then going out of retail, you know, into my business of super humble, super grateful, starting from the ground up, you know, trying to go from chucking the truck real quickly to clean cut lawn care services, you know. And I mean, I picked that that name and re- uh, licensed it and or registered it and all that got my business license, all that stuff like right out the gate. You know, I wasn't messing around. I only spent one year part-time while I was still in retail. So it's not like I went too long part-time before I went full-time. And I just had to get out of retail at that point because I was literally losing my mind and just dove in, you know, head first full-time lawn care after one year in part-time being part-time. I just knew that if I applied myself, I could make something out of it and I can get my income back to where I need it to be to replace, you know, to get back to where I was making in retail so I can continue to support my family. My wife had a full-time job at the time, which was extremely helpful. Otherwise I probably would have been a hundred percent unsuccessful and would have not been able to have made that transition so quickly like that. Maybe would have had to stay in retail a few more years and who knows where I'd be today because I was really at at my, at the end of my rope there, um, at that time. But, you know, I, I really just, uh, you know, like I said, just dove in and just, just went for it. And, but it was very humbling, right? Because I went from this big, you know, retail manager guy making a good amount of money, but just horrible quality of life, but still, you know, looking sharp, dressing sharp, you know, like, but, you know, on the outside looking in, I looked like I was, you know, 
the million dollar man over here. But it, 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 you know, it had to change because internally I was just, I was crumbling inside. So to go from that to, you know, dirty all the time and, you know, uh, the, the bottom of the barrel equipment, you know, whatever I had using it and then whatever I could afford to upgrade. And, you know, I didn't have the, I didn't have the big fancy shiny anything, you know, like I was just doing what I could do. You know, my, my Jeep compass with my, uh, in the you know back hatchback Jeep compass with my, um, Ryobi hand blower and trimmer from Lowe's and my Husqvarna 22 inch, auto pace, you know, mower with the old Honda engine, definitely a great mower, but residential, you know, what I used for my own yard and also a low special, right? Fold it up, fold the handles down and shove them all in the back of my Jeep compass and get after it. I mean, I think we've all had humble beginnings for, for quite some time. Um, so it's, uh, uh, and however long you last in that is however long you probably need to last in that. And it, it just, it just is what it is. But that again, kept me humble, but also kept me grateful that I was able to take care of those, you know, take care of business, right. And grow my business as quickly as I was able to grow it to the point where I was able, you know, I'm not trying to be massive, but just to the point where I can, you know, get my income back to where I need to be to support my family and, and grow and, and, and all those things. And just really, uh, achieve the goals and the quality of life that I wanted to kind of repair the, all the damage that, uh, with my family, my wife, my family, all the, the broken relationships and the very little time that I spent. And when I did, I was exhausted and depressed and it wasn't quality time. I was never really a hundred percent present with, with any of them. So it was all about repairing that and getting my life back. And it was a very humbling experience. And I was extremely grateful to have that experience uh, to, to be able to have those experiences, to have like a, a second chance of sorts, you know, another opportunity to change my life and, and, you know, push the hard reset button and try something different, try something new and so on. Hashtag rookie for life, right? Always learning, always trying something new. Never be afraid to, to go out there and, and be humble and then grateful for the opportunities. Um, and then even to this day with all the stuff that I do with LCR media and social media, all the uh, events that I am able to host, I'm grateful and shocked, honestly, you, you know, still to this day that brands are willing to work with me and that my peers and mentors are willing to help me and and uh, be a part of the events that I host and that all of you listening and everyone that's that that maybe does doesn't listen to my podcast um but still comes to the the events that I host and thank you uh, to everyone that listens and that watches my videos, I'm grateful and forever humble for that because I don't take any of that stuff for granted. Um, you know, and just all of that, you know, being uh, asked to be on other podcasts or, you know, interviewed and, and uh, being mentioned in books and, and people wanting to meet me at different events and say thank you and shake my hand and, and take a picture potentially, like all those things are extremely humbling I'm extreme, extremely grateful to to have those opportunities to be in those moments. I don't take any of that for granted. Toro's brand new battery-powered Revolution Series products are changing the lawn care industry. With all-day runtime from the innovative Hypercell battery system, you can expect to power through your entire day, every day. Head to revolution.toro.com to see how Toro is transforming the game with the latest equipment innovations. Or click the link tree in the episode description to get you there fast. No one has to 
make a video, you know, ask me to be in their video or promote this or that or talk about any events that they host or any of that stuff. I don't take any of that for granted. I'm just trying to just enjoy life and help give back to everyone in my life. And my life, everyone in my life just grows, you know, like the, the people that I know and that are in my life and that have impacted my life grow every year, every day, every minute, every second. And I just try to impact them in the same way and and more because I feel like that's how we can grow as a, as a society, as humanity. And, you know, that's, that's just my thing. I just want to keep sharing and growing and appreciating and being grateful and always staying humble. Again, I know I've probably been pre-wired this way and all of my life experiences, especially my humble beginnings, all the different phases of my life uh, have definitely, you know, helped keep me humble, right? So I don't get too, uh, potentially get too full of myself or whatever. I don't even know if that's a thing. I mean, I I don't know if maybe there's times that I might sound, maybe right now I do, I don't know, but maybe, you know, I might sound pretentious or entitled of, gosh, I hope I never do. It's not intentional. It might, if it becomes this awful subconscious thing, I really try to would hope that I would nip that in the bud, you know, because that's just not, you know, that something that I want to portray or be or anything. I want to always stay humble and grateful because I think we should all stay humble and grateful because that's, that's any, when you operate from a, a state of humble, of being humble and grateful versus complacent or entitled and all these things all around all of that, you come from being humble and grateful. I feel like that's such a positive place to come from that everything that you are involved in or doing, the things you say, the things you do, the places you go, all of that's coming from a better place. I feel like if you're doing it when you're humble and grateful, it's just a positive heartfelt, you know, deep in your soul, full spirited frame of mind mindset to be in. So the more we can stay humble and thankful, you know, the, the, the better off we'll be in, in, in my opinion, I'm sure there's a lot of people that would agree with me, but, and I'm not trying to be a no motivational speaker or anything. I remember back in the day, some of my YouTube videos, people would say, uh, you know, the haters would comment, you know, um, oh, he's trying to be a motivational speaker over here, you know, or something like that. And, you know, or, uh, something along those lines that made me just comment. Cause you know, I always like the comments of these things. I don't like go back and forth or, or, or act like a jerk or anything. I just, I just respond very, you know, I don't know, relevantly. And in my, in my eyes, you know, very factually, you know, I just, I just respond to whatever I want to respond to. And it's usually every comment, unless it's just total complete toxic stuff. And then I just delete it and don't even bother. But for the most part, it's usually a comment that I can respond to. Like in that scenario, I, 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 com- I responded something along the lines of, I've, I don't want to be a motivational speaker, but I've always been tried to be motivational because the community has motivated me. So over the years, I try to motivate them. And, you know, because their comment made it seem something like I was trying to transition into a motivational speaker from from what I don't know. Like, I don't know what I was transitioning from. I mean, from day one, YouTube video one, 
Uh, I was trying to be motivational with my lawn care setup. Like, hey, here's the wood trimmer racks that I built for my five by 10 open single axle open trailer and the the backpack blower rack that I uh, are post <laughs> wooden posts that I made, you know, with master locks and all like I was pretty proud of myself. Like I had a lot more time back then to fiddle around with stuff and a lot less money to, you know, invest in my business. So I did whatever I could to, to, to make it work. I had, you know, commercial backpack blower and trimmer, but I didn't spend the money on trimmer racks and blower racks. I just got, you know, Hey, I got plywood to make sides on my trailer so I can haul mulch and, you know, materials and things like that different times of the year. Well, I figured, you know, I mean, wood's pretty easy to manipulate. I'm not a welder. I don't know anything about fabrication or anything with metal. So wood to me is relatively easy or a lot easier. You know, I had the tools from my homeowner days to cut wood and plenty of, you know, screws and and, and uh, drill bits and, and drills and all that stuff. So and if I needed screws or different sizes, I could just go and buy a, a box of them for extremely inexpensive at that time versus buying a you know, really expensive, high quality trimmer rack or blower rack. I just didn't go down that avenue in the beginning. But so I built it all myself and I was proud of it. And my very first two videos on YouTube were were that. It was like a part one and part two of my lawn care, trailer, whatever setup. You know, I showed my mowers and all my equipment too. But I remember really being proud of my racks and talking about them. And to me, that's motivational. Like I wasn't sitting there talking about like like what I'm talking about now where I feel like this is more motivational than, you know, that trailer setup. But, you know, I started to evolve, you know, into, you know, quickly, whatever the other next episodes were, I would have little, you know, snippets like this, where I would just be talking about something about, you know, something that, that happened that day or that week, you know, a thought that I, that I had, I remember having a series, just a thought or something at one point early on in my YouTube uh, days. And, just, you know, just pondering different thoughts and ideas because I did a lot of driving, you know, all by myself, right? I was a solo guy for what, the first four years, I think. So driving from neighborhood to neighborhood, a lot of thoughts, mowing the lawns, a lot of thoughts, jotting them down on my phone and, and you know, acting on them or post making content about them or whatever, all the above. So that's, that's, that's who I was. So that comment that that person said, was like, well, what, 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 what was I before? Like, I've always tried to be motivational, I'm not trying to necessarily be a motivational speaker, but just, you know, I mean, yes, I speak motivation because I feel like that's giving back. I've been spoken to, um, with a lot of motivation. It's helped get me through tough times, helped get me going in the beginning of my business and, and get through a lot of the trials and tribulations, as we all know that it, you know, once upon a time starter business, or maybe you're currently in that right now, just starting your business. It's definitely tough, you know, but it gets easier as time goes on until you hit another level, another phase until you level up, you know, and you just, uh, new challenges arise and, and you just, you know, depending on what your goals are, if you want cruise and you want a million dollar company or whatever, <clears throat> then there's going to be lots of phases that you're going to have to get through lots of leveling up to, uh, to, to be able to get to that point. And, and there's different stress points throughout that different things that you have to deal with different challenges. So, uh, but if you're just going to stay solo, you know, for, for however long indefinite period, then there's less challenges there, but there's definitely challenges in the beginning. And then, you know, there's going to be uncontrolled challenges like a pandemic or you know, economic d differences, you know, all the, all, all the challenges. I mean, like all that stuff, like those are things that are out of your control that whether you're solo or not, you're still going to have to deal with them at different levels. So of course it's going to be tough. So the more that we can all talk about it together as a community to try and 
motivate each other and keep each other going, we can all help each other get through it. And then we'll all, you know, rate, we'll all rise up together. Right. And hopefully make this industry, this better, um, with, through each other from the inside out. Right. You know, all the outsiders that make those kind of comments and are just like, you know, frowning and all that, they're outsiders. They're just not part of the program. They're, they're, that's not how they're going to win and succeed the best. I mean, they could be making millions of dollars in revenue, but maybe they could be making millions of dollars more. Or maybe instead of, you know, 30% profit margins, maybe they could get 35% profit margins. And, and for a, a multi-million dollar company, 5% is a big difference, you know, when you're talking those big numbers. So, I mean, you know, people get complacent. Again, that's a bad place to be. So if you stay humble and grateful, whether you're making millions of dollars or not, you can still always give back. You can still always motivate. You can still always provide this and that. You can always move forward. You can try new things and so on. So, I mean, that's just, I think, the ultimate uh, message and goal that I, that I had for this episode was just to stay humble, stay grateful. If you operate from that place, I think it's really going to, it's just going to continue to, to create great things and, and great opportunities. And I continuously to this day s- stay surprised, humbled, and grateful for every opportunity that I've either created for myself that's, that's uh, become a success or that's been presented to me that's been a success. So again, coming from a lifetime, it seems, of never having anything offered to me or any opportunities kind of placed in front of me. I've always had to find the opportunities and fight for every opportunity. You know, now when occasionally opportunities do present themselves to me, again, I'm extremely grateful and humbled that I'm even in that situation. So, and then of course, all the ideas and opportunities that I come up with that I present to others when, you know, I'm, I'm again, humbled and grateful that I can even have anyone to, you know, propose these ideas to and, and, and share these opportunities and try and put them into action. And when they do, do get put into action and they're successful, it's like, wow, what, what I'm so thankful and so grateful that, 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 that has happened. And again, super humbled that I, that I'm even in this situation. So again, not to, you know, drag this out, just saying, I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving and you were thankful. And it's not just like, you know, some silly, like, uh, a New Year's resolution or something like these silly little gimmicky novelty things. Like, hopefully, you're you're truly grateful about something. If not, think about it. Think about something you're grateful. I mean, just think about being alive, alive, right? You may not be alive and super healthy. Maybe you've got health issues. Maybe you've got you know some sort of handicap. Maybe whatever unfortunate situations. At least you're alive. Life is a gift. And what we do with it is our choice. So don't don't ruin it. Don't ruin the opportunity. Stay humble. Stay grateful. I'll catch you guys on the next episode. This is the Lawn Care Rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.